Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Cubans del Norte podcast. We hit our uh, our season slump as usual, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we've decided to come back for the end of the season. But uh, we want to start off with saying uh, rest in peace to Jorge Vergara. The Chivas owner passed away, I think, last week on Wednesday. Yeah, so definitely condolences to the whole Vergara family. Yep, thoughts and prayers. I know we, you know, we used to like let the jokes off at uh, Vergara's expense, but you know, we appreciate no, no we appreciated what he did for the team. For you sure, know, if you look back if, at it. For people who remember what the team was before him with the Promotora. And them getting rid of players and just caring about money, man. Vergara came and, and saved us from that. So, definitely grateful. Yeah, Chivas was in like a financial crisis, and they might not even have been in the league anymore. Yeah, they had they had the back, and they just didn't care. They just didn't care about the team. And, and I said it on Twitter. He was oh, the license back. <laughs> I said it on Twitter. He was a fan. He was a fan, and uh, and that was big in that getting the getting the team back. To someone who actually cared about the team. Yeah, he, he threw money into the team. It never really panned out like long term or at least like state stability. The stability wasn't there, but the intent was there. And we can right. we can appreciate that. Right. Yeah, he always he always cared about winning. Winning that's all that that's all he cared about. He he brought like a little swagger, like like owner swagger, like making bets with other owners and stuff like that. Like he talked shit. Bro, the bats, the stadium, and to anyone who's ever been to, been to the stadium, it's a freaking beautiful stadium, man. Yeah, uh, like when you pull up, you just see it. Like as you're driving up to, it, it's a beautiful stadium to look at. So yeah, man, he brought a lot to the team. He will be missed for sure. For sure, rest in peace, Vergara. But now, um, Amaury is alone, I guess, running Chivas. See what he can do now. Yeah, man. I hope. Uh, like, I know. Like, I think I said a, a long while ago. Soccer is not really his. It wasn't really his thing. People always talk about the whole movies, entertainment side, and stuff like that. But I feel like, especially like as a son, you wanna you wanna follow in your dad's footsteps. So I'm sure there's a part of him that wants to continue what his dad brought and and take it to another level. So I have hopes for him, man. Yeah, I think he's off to a, a decent start. Oh, and if it sounds like I'm crying, I'm not. I'm just sick, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I cried last week, but not this week. <laughs> I think he's gonna be like a hands off, but he's gonna make sure there's a like a base there. Something, something's working, and then he'll he'll, and, he'll let it work. And it kind of feels like he's sort of listened to the fans and some of the moves he's made. The he got being gone, uh, the firing. Who was it? Tomas Boy or Cardoso? Tomas Boy. There was one where and then he got rid of. Um, what were the two? Def- I already forgot the defenders that were terrible. Um, Basulto uh, and Marin. Ma- and Marin. Getting yeah. rid of those guys. Well, it happened like as soon as he was hired or, or, or named the owner. Like, oh, I he, thought it was like right before. It was, it was around because he had kind of been, he had already kind of started taking over the team. But I feel like, I feel like since he's been named the owner, it was like a lot of decisions have been made. Like pretty brass decisions. So we'll see. I mean, he hired, he he hired Pelaez, right? Who, who everyone wanted also. Yep, everybody wanted Pelaez. And uh, he's giving him a decent, from what we've seen, like we don't really know the actual numbers, but he's giving him a decent uh, amount of money to work with this offseason. 
Yeah, based on the rumors, you can see that they have money to work with. Yeah, and we're not we're not going to get into the, all the rumors on this episode just because we want to save it for after we win the league. But <laughs> today, tonight, we're going to focus on um, Chivas' Liguilla possibilities. Mathematically, they are still there. They need a lot of things to go their way. I was telling Flo before we started recording that it's kind of uh, the Doctor Strange scene where he's like seeing all these different scenarios that they could beat Thanos. And, and there's only one sees one that oh, can we're in right now. <laughs> so, so basically, Iron Man has to die for us to make the playoffs. Well, but God, I just passed away. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't be using Vergara's death already, man. <laughs> hey, man, I have a whole narrative built on Vergara's death and how that's going to like spiritually guide us to the championship, right? <laughs> I would have honestly. I would have so much hopes if it didn't depend on nothing else, man. Talk about talk about yeah, movie. Waiting to be talk about there. talk about what it depends on, bro. Yeah. All right. So Chivas six at in twelfth place with twenty two points. Eighth place mm-hmm. is Monterrey with twenty four points. So there's only two points between eighth and twelfth uh, place. Atlas, I think, has a shot as well, but they need way more things to go right than we do. Alright, let's start with Cholos. Uh, Cholos play on Friday night. They play Leon. Cholos needs to win to knock us out and secure, um, possibly secure a playoff spot for themselves. We need Cholos to lose or tie. If they tie, they jump to 25 points, but they have a negative 9 goal difference. So if we get to 25 points, Cholos will be out and we would be in. So we need Cholos to lose, right? We need Cholos to yeah. lose or tie. Damn. Is, Leon, is Leon way ahead of them? Is Leon like high up in the... They're in fourth yeah, place. Leon's They're in fourth, fourth place. Oh yeah, so Leon's definitely winning. So I'm All thinking right. Leon's definitely going to win. Yeah, yeah. Or at least tie. Right. So done. Right. That's then okay. we need Monterrey. And this is the part <laughs> that sucks. We need Monterrey to lose. And they're playing Atlas. Two hours before our game. So I wish, I wish. So we'll already know. Yeah, we'll already know. I wish this was like Premier League and like a lot of the other same leagues time. that they do everything at the same time, like decision day. I, I honestly feel like it used to be like years ago. I thought it was. Yeah, I wasn't yeah, sure though. Years ago. I really wish it was like that for this weekend because it would have been it would have been dope just to like try to keep refreshing your phone and looking or at all I the feel other like scores. They, I feel like what it, they, they put it was either all the games at the same time or all the games that mattered at the same time. Yeah, I feel like they bunched them up into like 1 o'clock games and uh, 6 o'clock games or something like that. Yeah. Right, so we need Monterrey to lose that's, and they're playing good. Atlas. And that's if they tie if they tie Atlas Chivas has to beat Veracruz by 5 goals. Which is possible. Because Monterrey has a negative... Monterrey has a positive two goal difference. We have a negative two. So to make up for it, we had to score five. That's possible. We do have the best Mexican striker in the league. We do. Yeah. We do. So and then so the, those, uh, those two goals versus Querétaro really hurt us then, huh? Yeah. Um, well, I'll talk about that once we recap this. And then the next game that we're depending on is Pumas Pachuca. The ideal result would be a tie, but okay, okay. if Pumas wins, Chivas is definitely up because Pumas would jump to twenty six points, and the max we can reach is twenty five. Pumas has a plus three goal difference, 
So if if uh, they tie, they have a plus four. Pumas has a plus three. Oh, I thought you missed Pachuca. No, no, Pachuca has a plus four. So yeah, if um, Pachuca wins, we're gonna have to beat Veracruz by I don't know how many goals because it depends again on how many goals Pachuca wins by. But even if they only if they win one, if they beat Pumas one nil, we would have to beat uh, Veracruz seven nil. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't want that. No, we don't want that. <laughs> and, of course, we play Veracruz, and that's a must win, and we got to score as many goals as possible. But, again, we'll know by then because Monterrey and Atlas play two hours before us on Saturday night. So Veracruz has a negative 32 goal differential, so you never know. Jesus. <laughs> Do they even yeah, show they, up to the games? Pretty bad, but mathematically, the possibilities are there. And uh, I was saying, but a guy just passed away. This is a sports movie waiting to be written. We have like a one percent chance of making the playoffs. Say we make the playoffs, we we would play Santos, who's a super leader at thirty three points right now. And it could just be like another oh six run when we went through all the best teams of the that season and beat the Luca at home to win the championship. Yeah. I will say like the one little bit of hope is that is that you said that Atlas has a chance too. So they're not well we're hoping they're not just gonna go in and be like, alright, just score all the goals I, on our side. That's I, it. And give up. I think they have like a ridiculous chance. I don't know if that changed that Saturday night that I tweeted the info out. Uh huh. But I think they had like a little small gap of hope, but they need to score like four like a ridiculous amount of goals too. As long as they have a chance, I'm sure they're gonna go for it, right? Yeah, they they have to win like okay. seven or eight nothing. Wait. I can easily see them not going for it. Oh yeah, well they depend on Monterrey, right? So they would need Tijuana to they need Cholos to lose. They need Pumas to lose. Well, they need a Pumas Pachuca tie. They need Chivas to lose, and then they need to beat Monterrey by. Seven goals. Oh, no, they don't have a chance. <laughs> they're, they're giving up. <laughs> I mean, the mathematics mathematically there. I mean, maybe they'll play, right? If they if they tie, then... At least if they tie Monterrey, then we'll know that we need at least five goals against Veracruz and we can just go all out and leave it all on the pitch. And we've been in decent form in the last two, two three games. Trophies is balling out. Polito scoring goals. Vega scoring goals. Fernando Beltran is playing. Finally, Beltran's playing. It's only been like it's only been like a year. We wanted like the whole season for him to play, and it took us last month for him to play. Finally, a coach that puts him in, man. Um, but yeah, that the I mean, if we I want to like look at points in the season that I think killed us. That Querétaro game, man. At the like ninety fourth minute, they called the penalty against us. They called a handball on uh, Gael Sandoval. And he had like his back to the player and like he had no idea what was happening and the ball just happened to hit his hand and they gave that they went to bar and gave it as a penalty. That's bull crap. And it took us to a negative two goal difference. That could be the difference when, you know, say we beat Veracruz by four, that would have put us in the Liguilla as opposed to out. Is there any like losses that were like really, really bad? Um, I'm gonna tell you the Pumas game, remember? We were winning 1-0. Vega gets the red card. 
bullshit red card because apparently he stepped on the player on purpose. Oh yeah. And then ninety like ninetieth minute, Pumas ties the game. So we lost two points on that one. Right now, if that hadn't happened, we'd be at twenty four points, and we would probably we would more than likely control our destiny. Right. Damn. So that one, and then. We had no business losing to Cholos. I remember we played decent, but they just beat us for some reason. That that's that's the game though. I think that we all just gave up hope of making the league. The Cholos one. Yeah, because that would have been like a big jump. We would have jumped to eighth, I think, and we just messed it up. That's that's what happened, man. It was fun. It's crazy, man. Because when we did our, how, you said how long it's been since we recorded our last episode? <laughs> a little over, I think, like a month and two weeks, six weeks. It's cr- Bro, it's crazy how stuff changes in Liga MX. Because when we recorded that, it was like over. We had pretty much given up on the season. And look at us. Here we are. Last one game to go, and, and we're right, technically right there. <laughs> yeah, it came down to the last game of the season, which is crazy. That's, that's what that's people had, love Liga MX, right? We had just hired Thena the last time we recorded. What are your thoughts yeah. on Thena so far? I'm interested to see what you guys think. You guys happy with him? You guys happy that he's going to continue next season? I think he's figuring the team out. Yeah, I was watching the games. He knows. Because he has... I'll say, he he I'll found, say like, a, say. a good lineup, I think. And he's figuring then, the team out. And I think when Tomas Boy was there, we said... I think I said that. I was like, if he only played, like, the, the right... Right player. The right players, we could accept... We could accept uh, Tomas Boy as the coach. But when you're not putting the right guys... Then no, we're not. We don't want you as our coach because we know who who deserves to be playing. Like we've known since Cardoso was there that Fernando Beltran sh- should be a starter, and and here we are. It took a whole year for a coach to finally realize it. Yeah, I mean Pulido's playing up top now. You see what happens when he actually gets to play striker. We've been saying for a while that you know the narrative for us was that he forgot how to play striker. Right, we, he I would, gotta, he we would always be sitting bro. back. I mean, do we? I gotta he just he sure. just wasn't being played as striker. No, nah, but he was playing. Remember when? Remember when uh, Vegas? We wanted Vegas to start, and when Vegas started, they put Polito as striker and Vega on the wing. And at first, mm-hmm. I, I know I was I was critical of the move. I was like, why? Because at the time, Polito wasn't scoring. And I was like, man, I was like, he doesn't deserve to be our number nine anymore. But here we are, he's freaking the best Mexican striker in the league. I've been a Pluto supporter since day one, man. <laughs> and I still think, like, Alexis Vega is probably a better number nine, but... But, yeah, I remember we were saying that would would this Chivas team be better with Alan Pulido on the bench? Right. right. That's what I'm saying. Oh. We gotta apologize to him. <laughs> and, rem- yeah. and remember when Cotty criticized them, we were like, nah, man, only we can criticize our own players. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she was just straight up hating, like... Yeah. Numbers don't lie. 10 is greater than 8 or whatever Macias has. Facts, bro. First Mexican to reach double digit goals since Omar Bravo. You know how long it's been since Omar Bravo was nice? Yeah, man. I don't see Gotti talking shit anymore, huh? <laughs> <Fire> still does. <laughs> I, I wanted to do a podcast episode with her just talking about, you know, debating who's the better striker, but I just we just haven't gotten to it yet. Maybe, uh, I don't know if we're going to do it next week when we record... Well, whenever the season ends, and we record the whole with the rumors and everything. Yeah, we can we we, get into yeah, that. Yeah, we can get into something like that. Yeah, but I mean, the, the the team finally clicked, but it clicked just too late. It clicked like one game too late. Yeah. 
And even then, I think it, take, it took then like a few games, right, to get the lineup right. Yep. He didn't. He didn't just start with these guys. It took him like a while. But now the thing is, going into the off season, we might get rid of a couple of players, and then we're gonna get new ones. So it's gonna be a like you gotta get comfortable again. So I don't know if the end of the season like successful translate to the beginning of next season. Right. But um, you know, we we just have to see. Depends on what goes down Saturday. I'm hopeful. Hopeful, but when you said Atlas, I was like, eh. <laughs> they have so a shot, man. How long is the break? What, what break? Oh, the, the uh, it's only it's only like a like a month and a half, right, or something. It starts back up like probably second December. or third week I of mean, January. 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 Yeah. yeah, January. Because I feel like yeah. the finals always so around. It's not Christmas. very long. Yeah. yeah, it's not long. That's why I like Liga MX. It kind of never really goes away. Yeah, finals in what? Like finals a, probably like break. In three, four weeks. Four weeks. Probably. Yeah, so finals in like four weeks. It always ends like a week before Christmas, or I remember that one year that that one season it ended on Christmas, I think. Because they just went to the Club Club Mundial, I think, or America went to it. One of them. Yeah. But yeah, those are our uh, possibilities on how that's our path to the playoffs, and it's not, you know, it's not a very uh, hopeful one, but there's some hope there. Do you guys think we're gonna make the league? Nah, realistically, nah. <laughs> uh, if it depended a little bit more on on us, I'd, I'd like I said, I'd have hope, but not on Atlas beating Monterrey. Well, they don't have to yeah, beat if them. It was, uh, they can tie them. They just need a draw. They, just need a they draw. don't have a reason to. Is my point. They're still technically in it. Yeah, until you said they need like eight goals. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, they need like seven or eight goals. Bro, they're gonna start the game off the way fucking Veracruz started. Against Tigres. They go, we're just going to stand still. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm I'm going to say that I'm clinging on to that point oh like 12% chance we got. I'm saying we make it. I mean, it could end as soon as Friday night, though. If Cholos beats um, Leon, we're out. And that's it. Oh, that's Friday? Yeah, that's Friday night. Cholos beats Leon. I, I don't think Cholos beats Leon. And if they tie, it doesn't matter because they have a negative nine goal difference. So I don't think they'll beat them, but you never know with like a team like Lone that's already in and a team like Cholos that's fighting to get in. There's always that little dynamic. Yeah, but Leon could still jump up um, a couple spots. Like if they don't, because right now they're in fourth, they would have to play Tigres. You never really kind of want to play Tigres. So true, I'm sure you don't, don't want to be jump. super leader either. Yeah, they don't want to jump to. Third, they they would probably want to jump to third or second. I think Super Leader, yeah, they still have a shot at Super Leader out there too. But you don't want that curse. Nah, you don't want that curse. <sighs> I don't know. Anything else you guys want to talk about? I know we're just gonna make this like a little short episode. Oh, I got, I got recognized at a uh, at the Bronx Brewery. <laughs> Shout out to uh, I forgot his name. What's the name? He was in Sunset Park though in Brooklyn. It's so weird. I, was, I had no like no idea what was going on. So uh, what? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> yeah. So wait. So out. you got recognized? Yeah, I don't know like, how. A guy just went up to you and said, "Yo, you're from the podcast." Yeah, he, like because he just walked up to me. He's like, "Yo," I was like, I'm "Like what the hell?" Like you know, here like nobody just walks up to you. Like <laughs> right, right. Unless you want to fight. I'm like, how you want? I was like, damn. I was like, what the hell? Like I'm just having a good time. And he's like, yo, Chivas del Norte, right? And I was like, what? <laughs> he goes, Chivas del Norte, right? I'm like, 
I was like, yeah. He's like, he's like, you do the pot, right? I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, I recognize you. He's like, I just want to say what up. I was like, I was like, we never post pictures of ourselves. Like, <laughs> he must have seen the, the he must have seen the bar pictures, I guess. Maybe the pictures from uh, we posted one I think in front of the stadium when we went to the Classico Flow. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That I remember like a long uh, time Tom ago. interviewed us. Nah, but the ones we oh, did yeah. the watch party too. Oh, the watch parties, maybe yeah. But yeah, he's like, "Yo, what's up?" He's like, "Just wanted to say hi," and I was like, "Oh, that's, that's cool." Then my boys yeah. are just gassing me up. <laughs> that's yeah. cool. Man. I didn't get recognized, but my tweet got recognized by Ocho Cinco. Oh, that was fire too. That was a good tweet. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Tomorrow's famous New York. You can't recognize around New York City. But damn, that's crazy. No, I, I got recognized at the Bodega Boys uh, beer launch party. That's crazy. Oh, uh, that where it was? Yeah. They were doing their beer lunch. Wasn't bad. Um, Not a bad beer. Long Island's finest. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I expect to happen when we go to Cali. Get recognized out there. For real. You saw that All-Star game announced today? I already hit my boy up. Oh, yeah? Works for MLS. Who works for MLS. He's like, yeah, man. He's nice. Because he, he, he has to be there for work. Right. So. He told me, he's like, come he's, through. I got you guys. Luis already added us. <laughs> yeah, we already got tickets, basically. Nice. <laughs> I'm, see, I mean, trophy, I'm see trophy slide. I'm done. You saw that tweet? I think it was a uh, what's his name? The guy that everybody attacks when he does something dumb on Twitter. <laughs> oh, um, um, Francisco. Francisco, yeah. What? Yeah. He, he oh, why did why, they, why, why is Pulido? Pulido on the poster? Because he's the best Mexican striker in the league. That's why, man. Come on. Hated and on the most popular team in in the league too. Yeah, he plays for one of the big one of the biggest clubs in Mexico. How are you not gonna have him on there? Some damn who tweeted it. Ah, which girl was it? Chivas fan. Oh man, I forgot. But someone recognized that it was three Chivas players on there. It was Pizarro. Pizarro. Pulido. Vela. And uh, oh, and Pulido. And Pulido. Right. They know their marketing. They know their marketing. They do. Yep. They got to do that. And then they had Chignac on there for some reason. Like nobody recognizes audience. him outside of uh, Monterrey. For not even in France. They don't <laughs> care about him. Bro, they don't care about him. No, they don't. He didn't even, they, he didn't even start like for their team. Nah. Jerud, Jerud the God starts over him. Yeah, he's pretty bad, so... <laughs> I was waiting for the Giroud hate. Unnecessary. Yeah, we're going to go into Flo's gambling corner now, or what? Oh, oh we can do Flo's gambling corner. He was yeah, ready. Can we, put, can we put odds on she was making the playoffs? One, <laughs> one final bet on the year. So Wait, have you, if, you bet, if you bet $100 on Chivas to win the Liga right now, how much do you think you win if Wait, they actually win, the, win it? win the championship? Yeah. Uh, how much would you win back? I would say like yeah, off a hundred dollar bet, like eight grand. Eight grand, bro. It's a it's nearly impossible. <laughs> I was well, gonna say like eight. Wow, I was wow, gonna be like eight hundred dollars, but I mean I don't know what? how the odds work or anything, so I'm not. Wow, wow has the spirit of uh, the guy that working for him. So, <laughs> so if you bet one hundred dollars right now on Chivas to win it all and they actually win it you win uh, 15,000 15,000 damn damn 
What's up? We going half? So, I mean, we could put <laughs> ten bucks on it and win fifteen hundred, right? Is that? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. So guess on a, on, a, on a side note, guess how much did you put a hundred dollars on Atlas? Oh, that's to really like what? Like oh, 50, it's, it's got to be like another five k. No more. A hundred. How much? A hundred. You win the whole. You take their whole account. <laughs> <laughs> you just say, you bet a hundred dollars. They file for bankruptcy. If they win it all, and you bet a hundred dollars right now, you win a hundred and fifty thousand. Damn. I mean, they have a they have like a less probability than us. So. The whole the gold differential yeah. is is one. Yeah. You can buy out less if you win. <laughs> well, now we know why there's so much corruption. You can just make so much money off of this. <laughs> every Mexican every Mexican club should bet on that last to do to win it and then just tank. <laughs> Go rich. Oh, that that would be smart. Just throw it. So you buy it. buy a player to next season. Yeah. <laughs> What are, what are the odds for this weekend's game, Flo? Um, I don't have it up. Give me one second. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're playing by that group. We have to be favored. All right, so first it has to be of, like a well, three goal, maybe, plus three on goals or something. Yeah. So um, it looks like Vegas believes that um, Charles and Leon is going to end in a draw. Nice. <laughs> That's good for us. Nice. What about uh, Monterrey? Yeah. So Monterrey. Uh, I got some bad news, guys. They're probably favored, right? <laughs> Monterrey is favored by one and a half goals. Vegas right. thinks that they're just going to kill at last. And Chivas is favored by two goals. Damn. I thought it was going to be three, but I guess two is fine. Two goals. <laughs> We've been scoring goals. Yeah. We scored three and a half. No, I'm not two. saying. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it, it could be by the time we get to that point that Monterrey would have already won, so Chivas is not going to even try. You know? That's no, true. I think, aren't we playing at home? They have to go out on the high note in front of. Yeah, but true. I'm just saying, because I, I like that. I mean, Veda Cruz, I mean, they had a shitty season. It's their last game of the season. Yeah, I mean, they're just not even going to. Is this their last like, game of First Division? I mean, I don't know what's going to happen to the club, but it might be. I mean, are they even going to try? I would, I, I, I would take Chivas minus two goals. It's, it's definitely going to be. But uh, the only thing is, go ahead. I was going to say the only thing is that if Monterrey already won, I mean, yeah, Chivas might still win, but are they really going to go, you know, all out? I think they I might think go so, out to, they want, for Pulido. Yeah, they want Pulido to get that the goal. Uh, the goal. What is boot. it? Two goals back. Yeah, he's two goals back. And I think the guy in front of him is on Nakaxa. I forget his name. But I, I think they might they might just give every ball to Polito and try to get him that title. The golden boot. I don't even know if that's what they call it in uh Liga Next. Does he get it? I think I think just getting the ten goals and being the best Mexican striker, that I mean Yeah. For um, where for where he started the season, that's a huge that's a huge accomplishment, man. Yeah. Quiroga from Necaxa is in front of him by two goals. Argentinian. I have no clue who that is. I recognize the name, but I don't know. I don't know who he is. I think I recognize it from a Tom Marshall tweet. Maybe. And then I'm pretty sure he tweeted it out today. 
Mar- Martin and Macias are in seventh and eighth. Yo, how somebody, how somebody jumped in my mentions and said Mar- Martin was better than Pulido? That's like, yeah. I had to block them. I will say the one thing about Martin is he doesn't start, does he? No, he doesn't. How many how many goals does he have? He has eight, uh, and he's only played seven hundred ninety eight minutes. But he has a far more talented team, though, with a ball, where far more scoring opportunities. Yeah, that's the thing I was saying about Pulido today. You plug him into that Leon team, and I guarantee you he's having an even better season than he is. Yeah. Because I, I watched, like I, I told you guys, I, I wanted to do that pod with um, debating Macias versus Pulido. I watched all of Macias' goals, and none of them were, like, impressive, I want to say. They're, like, tap-ins or, you know, he made the right run and, it's, you know, it's a one-on-one. But the some of the Pulido goals are, like... You have to beat the fan. Like, that goal against Querétaro, he broke uh, Pereira. I do think we're going to rob we're gonna rob Leon for the, for, for Macias. I hope we fleece him. Yeah, we're going to fleece him. I don't think he'll ever... I don't think he'll ever go to... Uh, do I think he'll go to Europe? I don't know. I think so. I feel like uh, the, the Dortmund that, blueprint There's so there. many players. There's so many players that you're like, oh, he's going to go to Europe, and he just never goes. Yeah. Like, think about Victor Guzman... There was a time where people for sure thought Victor Guzman was going to Europe, and it never happened. And now he's coming back home. Pizarro. He should have. Same thing. He should have. He sh- I thought he should have after Chivas. I thought yeah. that's when he was at his best. He should have. We should have um, sold him to Europe instead of Monterrey. Mm-hmm. That's the money. Diego Linus was a for sure thing, and he's has like a, like a half a step back in Mexico, man. He's eating the bench. He's going to end up well, being more, a designated player in the MLS. further back down the bench, bro. <laughs> Tigres is going to buy him like a year watch. He doesn't even <laughs> make the bench, so right? Nah. That's crazy. Who? Diego Linus. Linus. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, like, the thing with, he's, still, he's still really young, though. So, yeah. the thing with Diego Linus, and well, Macias is young, too, is that, I don't know, I just like Diego Linus's position better. I feel like strikers so hard in Europe. Oh yeah, like, it's sure. not, like look how long it's taking for old Jimenez. And that everything mm-hmm. everything went right for him on on Wolves. I keep right. saying, I keep like emphasizing that that team is built for a player like him. Yeah, it's like, it's like built for him. So that's why for he's succeeding. It. He can't do that on the national team. And with players that like him from the league that he was at previously in yeah, Portugal, they know how to play together. Right. Yeah. So that's I think they'll they'll go for it. They'll go for the win no matter what happens, just to get Pulido some goals. If there's penalties called, definitely get Bolido's definitely getting the ball. They're gonna try to get him that title. Yeah, I think so too. I think they'll they'll go for the win no matter what, even if they're out of it. Yeah. And as you said, if they play at home, they're gonna want they're not, they're gonna want to go out on like on a big uh, high on note. A high note. Yeah. And it's it's the Vergara game too. Oh, that's true. That's what I'm telling you, man. The narrative is there. Because sports will be waiting to be written. Owner tragically passes away. Well, not tragically, because we've known he's been sick for a while, but... Just owner, gotta tell, I'd love to not be cowards. <laughs> Don't be cowards and ruin the moment. Tragically, he was, he was poisoned. <laughs> I don't want to get into that. <laughs> we got to do a little more research before we throw that out there. <laughs> Our sources have told us. ESPN? Rafa Ramos. <laughs> no, Rafa Ramos. Tom Marshall, David, that. <laughs> I watch, I watch, I He'll watch never play another game for the colorful kid FC again. 
We just got our jerseys, bro. What are you talking about? He's in for life now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those jerseys were fire. Yeah, they came out nice. Uh, I really like them. How did you get yours hand delivered, Flo? Uh, Raul was here in San Antonio. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he came on. He, he had a business trip here. So he had told me months ago he was going to come out, so we went to a Spurs game um, and, you know, did some things while he was here. Pause. <laughs> Pause. Spurs, Spurs and crash, I don't want to know what things you guys did, but okay. <laughs> Damn. Did they win that game y'all went to? Uh, they did, they? I think so, right? Did the Knicks beat the Spurs this season? That's what they have. Not yet. Have the Knicks beat anybody this season? No. <laughs> we almost beat the Sixers. <laughs> Yo, I wish I was at that poor Zingas game. Garden was oh, lit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, dist- we beat them twice already, little Garden bones. was lit. All right, then... Y'all want to talk about the U17 World Cup before we finish? I have to talk about it. Did were, you guys, they, were they did, robbed? I don't think they were robbed. You thought really? They were robbed? You think that was a penalty? Yeah, I thought it was. I thought nah, it was a stupid I don't slide. Think so. First of all, like he doesn't even hit. The, like I, I, like I listened back to the replay, and like the guy on replay says that he got the ball. He never even touches the ball. No, he didn't hit the ball. But no, the player the was already like jumping over him, anyways. Like, it was but minimal he, contact. He was jumping, but he still comes underneath and, like, clears him. Like, comes yeah, underneath it. The, like, like, the crazy thing like, is, they didn't even the guy, complain. Like, if he jumps up without, like, putting his legs up, he's still going to get tackled regardless. Then it would be more a penalty. Right, but, but then he, he was already jumping would've... over him. Right, but he was just jumping straight out, is my point. So, like, he would have came... Like, on his way down, when he was going to land, he was going to land on top of the, the, the Mexican player. It was going to be a foul. I I think the Brazilian would have just opened his legs and landed on his feet, not on the Mexican player. Nah, I thought he, like, he would cra- But the crazy thing is they didn't even complain about that tackle. Like, hmm. nobody was complaining about it. The Brazilian players weren't asking for a penalty. It just came out of nowhere, that bar call. It was, to me, it was, it was, just a, it was a stupid slide tackle, though. But I mean, it's young players, so yeah, it's hard to really criticize. And and I've seen a lot of like a lot of people. You've seen it on Twitter, and it's true. Like the result really doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. not for like for the for them. You wanted them to win, and and it sucks the way they lost. But ultimately, like what's going to further them in their careers? It's not really whether they win this game or not. Yeah, it's them actually cracking D one in Mexico, right? And like you know, getting minutes, playing well. Bro, the goalie looks for real though. The Chivas goalie. He I don't looks know legit that for game, such a young but, age. Yeah, for such a young age. I know. I try to look at like uh like their composure. Like there's a center back from Atlas who was really good too. I think uh, it, like it a took them players. a while to settle into the game though. They were shook. Like the first thirty minutes. Yeah, they were shook, man. I didn't know like, Brazil. I didn't know that was in Brazil. Yeah, me either. Until I turned that game off. Yeah. And then all you see was yellow jerseys, and then in the corner it said a U seventeen World Cup Brazil. I was like, oh, they're gonna, they're gonna lose. I will say Brazil, Brazil was was more talented. No, uh, for sure, Mexico was. And, kinda... they, and they probably deserved the win. Yeah, as far as how the game was, but it was. But, it, but the fact that they were able to even like compete and uh, and kept it and kept it to where you thought Mexico was like I thought for sure Mexico was gonna win. That's how solid the defense looked. Uh, it was just that was a pretty good performance for the kids. Yeah, I just I just hope it turns in like you said, I hope it just turns into like these kids cracking D one and you know, making a mark on the on League MX. Right. 
I think it's important to get to this game more because I think once it gets to the ga- this game and like everyone's watching it, like the eyes now now you start remembering names and people start demanding though, like where is this guy? Where is that guy? Where if they get knocked out in the early like in the group stage and you don't really care about them, like people start watching these tournaments like the further the team gets. Yeah. So like getting to the finals was huge because now you start you start no- recognizing the names and and people will start call- asking for the players. Like uh, Raul's favorite U uh, seventeen player, um, Espericueta. Hey, that's my favorite too. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I, I can't yes. believe he didn't make it, man. Yeah, he just disappeared. I, I thought he was for real. I thought he was like legit, like center mid. I'm like, oh, he's for sure gonna make it. Yeah, I don't know. you think it's a good thing they lost? Kind of leaves them with like a little chip on their shoulder, and they don't get complacent. Like whatever, I already did something with my career. Nah, to be honest, at this at that age, it's whoever's gonna like the players are gonna go. They're gonna go, man. The players are not. They're gonna stay back. That's true. It's, it's such a young age to to even really guide and and, and say what what they're gonna be. Yeah. Like Brazil didn't even look like they're like they were. Better than Mexico, but they didn't really look all that. They didn't look like a Brazil team. But a Brazil team hasn't looked like a Brazil team in years. That's what I'm saying. So maybe they're just gonna suck forever now. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta stop playing Brazil and all these other teams scared because nobody looks like a powerhouse anymore. Efrain Alvarez looked really shaky that game. His passing wasn't there. He looked like an MLS player. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we might, we might have some MLS players on our squad next year. For sure, <laughs> at least two. I know, I know, I know. Flo will be happy if he get he gets at least one of them. <laughs> God, God's coming home. <laughs> if you if you listen to this show before, you know who he, who who he wants. <laughs> and then we're gonna go. We're gonna go to Guadalajara next year, or what? Uh, For yeah, a game, I'm down. Either that, or we go to Cali for the All Star game. That that that's not, that's a very interesting game. I would I, I think I would want to go to that. Be, it sounds like a not like that, but it's like a cool little weekend. Like it was here in Orlando. It was here in Orlando. This one and like they had little skills challenges and shit like that. Damn. They get to do they do the FIFA tournaments there also. Okay. Yo, and Saturday night is Sancito's uh, last last game. He's what do you mean the last game? He's retired. But he's still playing. No. I, <laughs> Wait, what? Please on Veracruz. <laughs> Salcidos on Veracruz. Oh, shit. Yeah. I had no he plays clue. For Veracruz. He's on Veracruz? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you sh- definitely going to let Polito score. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that interview. Oh, yeah, he's. Bro, he's oh, I did see him, bro. Yeah. I don't know why. I thought he was like a coach or something. He's on Veracruz. This is last. He, he officially announced his retirement. So, uh, another Chivas legend retiring. I wish they would just sign him for like a one-day contract, like like NBA teams do, and just retire him. But doesn't really matter though, does it? Because I mean, it's nice to have players that you develop and you know introduce to the league leave with your shirt on. I feel like none of our players leave through the through the hot like the right way. Everyone just leaves through the back door. But maybe that, maybe that'll change. <laughs> maybe that'll change with that. It's uh, their fault though, man. No, I mean, yeah, they get washed and they don't, they don't want to retire. That's the thing. But I don't know. A little, they'll probably do like a like a tribute. You know, it's funny. You, hold on, it's funny you say that because one of the rumors I don't talking rumors is that Oribe is going to go back to Santos to retire. Oh, I hope that happens. <laughs> I hope yeah, so. I'll help him pack. <laughs> 
I'll pay I'm for the Uber. I'll pay for the Uber from Guadalajara to Torreon. <laughs> Damn, you balling! It'll be like thirty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Two dollars. <laughs> Uh, all right, I think that's good. Well, uh, guys, we're gonna be back. We'll be back for sure. We'll be back, yeah, next week, and we'll take questions next time because this one we yeah. kind of just like threw it together real this quick. So impromptu. It's not really not that cohesive. So we'll be back either talking about our upcoming match against Santos or all the uh, off-season rumors that are happening, signings, players leaving, players coming in. All that good stuff. Maybe we got a guest for that one. If we do rumors. Word. Well, we yeah. can get a... Yeah, we'll, we'll find somebody. All right, guys. We're up. Peace. Peace.